0: I thought you'd said Larry. Sound check, check, Larry. That's not Good. bad, All right, Mike. Sound check. Live, sound and okay, this <laughs> Live and direct. Okay, Mike only this time.
1: Live and direct. All right, Walmart that's beautiful.
0: Creek. Beautiful, guys. All right, we ready? Quiet on the set. Cue yeah. intro music. Dinner down, dinner Please. <laughs> in 2012 this is episode number seven of yet another tech show it's yats baby yet show.com the <coughs> weekly technology discussion roundtable live google hangout you guys can watch us live each week at yet show.com slash live joining me tonight i'm matt lee of course this is aunt pruitt what's up what's going on matt good good to have you we got carrie head what's up carrie Pretty good. And you? Good, good. We also got Larry Press. How are you doing, sir? Excellent. How about you guys? We're great. And following up the bottom,
1: we got Mike Rothman. What's up, good. Mike? Doing well here in California, guys.
0: It's another Yats. Yeah, this is great. Episode seven. We got people listening. You guys can send us feedback, questions, comments, concerns. There's a forum on the site, yetanothertechshow.com, or you can just email the crew. At show dot com. Find us on iTunes, and I heard somewhere that if you get ratings and reviews, iTunes notices that, and then they they put you in places where people will actually see your show rather than being buried at the very back of of the pile. So definitely, seriously, you, yeah, seriously. If you guys get reviews on there, you know, make sure you find us and and write one. It will help us dramatically. So, um, yeah, Ant's been writing the show notes. How's that been going, man? Good, enjoying that still.
2: Outstanding! I I love it. <laughs> because some so. of the stuff we go over is actually pretty funny, and I have to try to it's make it somewhat serious. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So no, if no, you guys no, find no, no. don't do that. If you guys find <laughs> spelling errors, uh, you can let Ant know that his his spelling is appalling. That's, that's okay. All right. So, uh, what do you guys want to start out with? We got a, a piece. Uh, that was kind of interesting, and this got picked up all over the internet, whether it was uh, quoted properly or not. Uh, it was on a new <clears throat> It was uh, Mr. Patterson and Mrs. Smith interviewing the Waz, the Waz man, uh, about what he thinks of the Windows phone and i uh he kind of he he liked it as far as the interface goes but i think that was about it was the gist of it uh what'd you get from that ant well first of all listening to
2: that interview if you if you haven't listened to it go check it out i mean the people that don't know steve wozniak that man is an engineer you know yes he's the co-founder of apple but he's also the guy that invented it so he has an engineer in mind and is Uber geek.
0: I know, love his his character on the show Code Monkeys. You ever watch that cartoon Code Monkeys? The very I first episode was dead. was on it. It was brilliant. You guys got to watch it. Code Monkeys. That
2: man. It's but listening to him talk about that phone, you know, he he described it best. The the UI is 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 about as good as it can get in his opinion because it's so intuitive. But if you listen later, Dan Patterson asked him about you know the guts and the innards. And he's like, uh, not really interested. Nah, you know, (laughs) black smoke, whatever, you know. But then, if but if you think about it, most of the people that would probably buy the Windows Phone, they're not your hardcore geeks, and they're not going to be digging into it, you know. And I wrote a little bit on some uh, feedback from the Windows Phone owners and the majority of the feedback i got they they were people that enjoyed their technology but they're not the same ones that are going to get into jailbreaking they're going to get into rooting their devices and so forth they just want a clean ui and something that, that they can use for social media and check their message. Well,
0: and I think that's most people and we we do it I'm guilty of this. I know a lot of people that are either really hardcore tech geeks or they cover the tech world, the technology writers. We tend to think that we are the ideal case study for every device that ever comes out and if we I struggle with that don't sometime. exactly, right? So what I try to do is put myself in the position to say that this is for my family members, my mother, my uh, step dad you know my grandfather those people because that is your larger overall demographic of the user base it's not us man we're we're few and far between in this scheme of things
1: Very. it's people like Larry I will give
2: Microsoft some credit though I finally saw an ad here in, in North Carolina <laughs> Hey, you want to Skype them in line two, please? Thanks.
3: <laughs>
2: no, I saw a, um, I saw an ad this weekend with the the whole are you beta testing the the different smartphones out there, and, and you know that 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 took some balls from Microsoft to say that you know basically saying your phones are
0: trash. Check out this Lumia nine hundred. Well, and I can relate you know. to that, man. I've been beta testing the Asus Transformer Prime for the last eight months now.
4: <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
0: Hey,
4: and let, a- let me ask you a question. When Steve Wozniak said he didn't like the guts, he's talking about the hardware or he doesn't like Windows Phone once you get past the UI? I thought he was talking about Balmer, but I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: I mean, you know, he's, he's all into circuit boards and motherboards and, and how all of that is done. So he,
4: he was talking about the Nokia Phone instead right. of Windows Phone. Operating system, right?
2: He he loved the the UI, but if if he was to take that phone apart, you know, he just didn't have an interest in it. Gotcha. You know?
0: Well, and we we're starting to see this shift from back in the day, and and even just recently as a, a couple years ago, it was all about the specs. I want the fastest. Overclocked as much RAM as you yeah. could. I want a, a graphics processor that I need a backpack for for my phone. Yeah. Like it was all. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it was all about that, and and there was a couple companies that they didn't focus on that, but rather they focused on getting their software to be the most efficient and the cleanest and fastest that it could be with what they were using at that time, and. I think you have Apple and you have Microsoft that kind of went that route, and then you have Android that is like, you know, we got quad cores, we got Tegra 3s, we got Exynos, we got whatever you need, you know. And and it, it works, I mean, if you cram enough horsepower into a moped, it's going to go fast, it, it may not last very long, but you know. And, and then you, and now, you you have Apple phones that that aren't the top of the line as far as specs in hardware, but they work really well together. They're married, super efficient, exactly. Yeah, so that was what it one depends of the, what you um,
2: want. said, you know, the, one of the readers said, okay, the Nokia Lumia nine hundred is not the fastest phone. It's not the prettiest phone, but Microsoft did something right with it. You know, they they got it optimized enough to be. Pleasing to the eye, number one, because people love how the things, how the animations are in that UI. And then it's fairly intuitive to use. I don't necessarily dig the whole um, Metro UI with the big tiles and and the active tiles and things like that. I I don't care for that. I want it a little more scaled down, in my opinion. But that's just me.
0: But, you know, somebody's. Yeah, you're not used to it, though. You You know what it reminds me of? You remember the jitterbug? those phones that had like three buttons yeah. on it?: it's, it's like the jitterbug. Here's your social here's your dial yeah. phone, and here's your camera. You know the three buttons.: Yeah you
1: know.: You know that's what I think uh, Windows did really well with that phone, and, and that is they, they focused on hubs, so you have a photo hub, you have people hub, you have these social hubs. So no matter where your photos come from, whether it's Flickr or SkyDrive or, or your own camera, they're all right there in one place. I really like that design. But I have to say I I was disheartened to, to read the the coverage from Nokia of their sales in this last quarter. They, Windows Phone and Nokia are not selling.
0: Yeah, they took a a beating. Now, some people would say if Nokia would have went with Android rather than Microsoft, they might have fared a bit better. Uh, Do you believe that,
3: Kerry? You know, I I think that maybe for the short term, but in the long term, this could play out very well for Nokia, if they get on the ground floor with the Windows phone. I think the whole UI change for Microsoft is going to be a big deal for them. You know, uh, when a customer is going out and they're looking to buy a new phone... (laughs) they're going to be looking for something familiar. If they are already on Windows, if they've got SkyDrive with all of their files stored on SkyDrive, and they've got a choice between a couple of different phones with similar specs like we were just talking about, and they've got several phones with decent UIs, you know, a big part of that choice there is going to be familiarity. But, Carrie, do, Windows.
0: do you think, yeah. too, it has a lot to do with what phone they were on before that? Like you tend to see groups of people stay loyal, or not even loyal necessarily, maybe because they have all their stuff in that ecosystem. People that have been on even you see this within different Android variations. People that are used to one, say a TouchWiz or a Sense UI, and they move to something else, they they're like that. I, I don't really like this because it's an, it's not familiar to them. So I think that's where their Microsoft is going to have a big problem is getting people, because they didn't have anything foundational to take people from, you know, I mean, 6.1, I guess, but this is nothing like that. Android has had, you know, iteration after iteration to build this on top of. I think that's, that's something huge that they're facing on top of, you know, the developer thing, too.
3: It certainly is, but you know, Android is facing the fragmentation issue right now, and I it's know called a lot choice. of people are. Whoa! It's called. That? It's called choice. Thank you. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 issue of multiple different versions, and it is causing some problems. I think in the Android user base, especially among the non-tech users finding that they're not getting the latest version of android for some of the phones that they purchased within the last 18 months or so but carrie
0: whose fault is that is that the hype of the media saying you need this new version or is it the old version actually lacking some sort of functionality that they're missing out on like say if you were on two and you wanted four because of chrome beta you're missing out on that
3: but other than that... I, I, I understand, but I think that's sort of a rabbit trail from where Microsoft is concerned, because well, yeah, okay. you know Microsoft is just going to take advantage of the opportunity if they can, regardless of where the hype comes from. Uh, that, you know, if they can get out there, if they can push the, uh, the Nokia out there and get it into some markets that maybe aren't already established, as you say, with a preference for a smartphone OS, uh, then I think they, they can make some, some inroads. There's definitely room. Go ahead, Larry. It'll also it'll
4: also seem familiar when Micros when Windows eight comes out. And if, if that catches on, on tablets or desktops, whatever, then this phone's if the phone's gonna look if Windows
0: eight'll look familiar because people have the phone or vice
4: versa, but they'll be consistent.
0: You know what, Larry, that's a really good point. They're coming out with this whole, I mean, they have a giant user base in that aspect. And because they're marrying the two uh, user interfaces, that may actually play hugely into, into their favor, you know, taking that base of, cause we're kind of comparing it to mobile users. What mobile did you come from before this? But yeah, that, that's interesting. I never thought uh, about it that way before.
1: Windows phone OS is a bet the company move for Nokia. I mean, this is, this has got to work for Nokia, or Nokia could see itself history. You know what's what's Nokia's other strategy? You know, Plan B for Nokia is to be pardon the expression yet another Android phone. And it's feature and that,
0: phones and burner phones. That's their Plan B: is to go back to the feature phone yeah. and and sell it to everyone's grandmother.
3: Yeah, Nokia. well,
1: that...
4: yeah, but feature phones are gonna they're, the hardware's getting cheap enough that they really will disappear. I'm going to even get us That's smartphone.
1: that's probably and a good point. Yeah. Hey Larry, what are you going to get?
4: Okay, my wife insists on an iPhone, so she's going to get an iPhone. And I'll I'll get an Android. I'm going to wait. Actually, I'm what I'm going to, I'm going to actually get it tomorrow. I'm to, I'm just going to get a keep my feature phone until this like when does the S3 come out, for example? Aren't, there's new phones coming out like this month, right? The still for the S3 is tomorrow. And when does Supposedly. that mean it'll be available or not yet? It'll be tomorrow. will be a lifetime before I can buy one, though, right? I think they're
3: targeting June.
1: There
4: right. Tomorrow's
0: just the announcement, yeah. right? The truth However, is, I,
4: I'm not in any big hurry
1: to tell the truth. The HTC 1X, I placed my order today. Yay. Is that what now you I went should, with? Yeah. yeah, I should have it for, in about a week. Very cool, so Mike. I'm, I'm really hyped. Congratulations, uh, man. I. I like HTC hardware. I'm I'm ready to make the move from iOS to Android, and I'm going to be depending on you guys to uh, uh, walk me through this. Not this week, because I don't have the device yet, but coming soon. Yeah,
0: yeah we'll have to do that as part of a, maybe even a little special show called Meet Your Android or something. Android and <laughs> now Why? let's root it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah.
4: No, Mike. Why did you? Why did you make the choice? Why is it so unequivocal? Because
0: he's a man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, Here comes the you know, hate mail. I, I, I did a lot of shopping around. Uh, I like HTC because they're they're the kind of underdog to the Samsung Goliath.
0: Yeah.
1: And. Uh, the, Check out the HTC One X reviews around the web on places like The Verge and uh, CNET. It's garnering rave reviews. Uh, it's, got, it's got everything I, I'm looking for. And I was able to go down to my local AT&T store and lay hands on. I like the, the feel. I fondled it. I think you're going to like it. I,
0: I think you're going to like that device. And you know, it's crazy how quickly Samsung has just gotten a, way out in front of everybody. When when I first yeah. got Android, it was all Motorola, and there was some HTC, and Samsung was never even in my thought pattern at all. And I've had yeah. friends that had them, and I just didn't like them. you know. And ever yeah. since I got my hands on the Galaxy Nexus... It see. I know it's been in my mind more, but it seems like I'm seeing it everywhere now. Everybody I know has a Samsung Android phone. It's crazy how quickly they they've accelerated this growth via Android. I
2: used to, I used to hate these Samsung phones back in the days, the feature phones that they
1: used to have. Oh, I those thought they too, were crap. Yeah, yeah, but Samsung has come a long ways from those days. Ant. Oh, they, absolutely, they, they sure they, have. Yeah, they, they sure build a, have. they build a quality phone. There's no doubt about it. I just just personally like the HTC. You know, it's it's a small company. They're scrappy. They're really committed to uh, making their mark in this industry, and I'm pulling for them.
2: Yeah, I'm pulling for them because I think they got screwed, you know, with the whole 2.2 version of Android and the patent issues between them and Apple. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: But I think they'll be fine going forward. I'm with you. Their hardware ain't bad. I mean, I... I I'm not too much sold on the Sense UI anymore. I liked it when it first came out, back when they had the Hero and back when the Incredible yeah. came out and the Evo, but I, I'm sort of over that now. I got more in tune to the vanilla Android look.
1: Yeah, um, I, I may may want to ask your help on getting the, getting down to the basic Android experience.
0: I think we mentioned on uh, it's not out yet, but uh, it'll be out tonight. Hopefully, the uh, Attack of the Androids episode that there was a, a release of CM9 for the One X. So by the time you get it in your hands, it should be fully public and ready to rock, which is cool.
1: Good deal. Good um, deal. All
0: right. Did you guys have any other comments on the whole Google Apps Microsoft uh, Interior Department cloud contract? Does this did we pretty much? cover it it's a it's a seven-year contract worth about 35 million dollars to google apps for government provider onyx networking and that'll shift the interior department to the cloud-based services uh, offered by google and uh, the agency said it expects to save up to 500 million dollars by 2020 wow now is that a testament it's 2012 right now and let me see this will be invoked when are they shifting December 2012 so say 2013 that's seven years and they're saving 500 million dollars is that because Google is so fairly priced or cheap or is that because Microsoft is just trying to milk every last penny out of their existing customers my
4: guess is they're going to give up a lot of uh, desktop win- uh, desktop offices. I mean, if they switched, instead of switching from desktop office to Google, they switched from desktop office to Microsoft. Uh, in the cloud, they probably have huge savings too. And
0: let's also keep in mind that governments get <laughs> deals already. If you're a university, if you're, uh, I know our airport here, when I set up their computer system back in the day, they got a huge deal on Dell computers. They got a deal on the, the software from Microsoft. Like, all these municipalities get, get breaks to begin with. So, if they're saving, you know, 500 mil on top of that, that's uh, it's impressive. Yeah. Uh, once complete, uh, uh, hold on the the Interior will start migrating more than ninety thousand employee mailboxes from seven on-premise email systems to the Google Cloud, and they said that should be done by December. Yeah, Mike.
1: I was good, just going to say I think this is fantastic. It's the Department of Interior that runs the, uh, the the National Parks, and you know the the National Park Service is a part of the Department of Interior. So maybe they can take that half a billion dollars of savings and pump it back into <laughs> taking care of our national parks.
0: Amen to and that, brother. We got glacier up here, there, bro. That yeah, that would yeah. be amazing.
3: Yeah, I think this is a small win for Google, but I think it's a much bigger win for cloud-based uh, applications yeah, in the enterprise. There you, there you go, and yeah. for the Department you know, I, of Interior. Yeah, I think that the $500 million savings here has got to be compared against the traditional enterprise model that they were using before, which is having, yeah. uh, you know, servers to run Exchange in-house, servers to run their uh, their domains, servers to run all of the different parts of the Microsoft uh, family of products. So most of the change I think there's going to be just in moving to the cloud yeah. uh, with obviously, uh, you know, a nice uh, feather in the cap for Google for uh, for winning the contract but uh, let's not forget that, a, that the cloud is really on the move now with this contract. Good point. I Kerry,
1: I think you're you're right and I think it spells trouble for Microsoft. Microsoft has to reevaluate its pricing for the, the its mainstay uh, desktop apps and server product line because they're 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 uh, getting to be antiquated.
0: Which is ironic because their their cloud offering is one of the cheaper ones, isn't it? SkyDrive, for what they give you, is uh, one of
1: the yeah, cheaper. But yeah, but the what here, these
4: guys are
0: saying, even, if they,
1: yeah,
0: go ahead.
4: Well, they, even they, if they win in the cloud, they're getting a lot less revenue than they were before.
0: Well, right, yeah. right. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, you want to talk about we have more tablets running Amazon's version of Android than Google's version of Android. Eh, a little uh, little testament to the uh forking, if you will. Uh to me, I think Google doesn't care either way because they're making money, the more people on the internet, the more ads they can serve. Um does this matter in the long run to Android? Uh what do you think, Ant? You
2: know, I'm wondering if does it really how much does it matter to Google when you look at these recent um, court conversations that's been going on between them and Oracle, right? Because Maybe they, if they say, uh, "Oh, that's just Android, whatever." That's well, just look a at it this way: us, the infringing
0: you know? the infringing code is removed from ICS. None of these Amazon Fires are going to run ICS. So, does that mean no. infringing code? And when they go to talk about the damages, is this going to get brought into that? That's a good question. You know,
2: I, I saw these. I saw this ComScore report and the only thing, only thing I saw good out of it was Amazon is laughing all the way to the bank because people didn't really give them a shot in the beginning. Wait a minute. They're selling
0: this device at a loss. You know, and Yeah, Amazon but that was, was exactly everybody knew duh. It's a it's an opening yeah. into everything else that they sell. They give a crap about yeah. selling that tablet. Yeah. They want you on that tablet buying all of their other crap. That's where their yeah. money was made. We knew that before it even came out. Yeah. Now
2: I I have an, another comment on this this the Kindle fire. I know it's the seven inch hardware tablet device, but it to me it just seems like a glorified e-reader unless it's rooted i've played around with one and i didn't necessarily like the experience with it but even what if it, it's have rooted i've played with that thing i mean it seems it just seems like more of a just seems more like a um an e-reader slash uh uh Maybe a video player.
0: I never Maybe. got my hands on one, but it didn't seem like something you could run decent games on. It didn't. I don't now, know though. It seemed very it underpowered. But yeah. look at it for what it is—to to be a, a a portal into Amazon stuff. I bet it works plenty fast. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what it's perfect for. That's all that's perfect
1: you, for. You know, I I have a Kindle Fire, and I'm actually. Uh, I used it a lot when I first got it. Then I put it down, and recently I've picked it up again, and it's really a sweet little inexpensive device. Hey, Mike, next time you put
0: it it down, send it to me. I want to review
4: it. (laughs) No,
1: seriously, I'd like to review it. What are
4: you you doing with it besides buying books from uh,
1: Amazon? I'm besides that. I'm buying books from Amazon. Angry Birds I, Space. <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a big reader, and I like to read long form fiction and nonfiction. And Kindle is my preferred format for that now. More uh, so I, than I, I,
0: listening to audiobooks. You rather you're a bit reader more into reading than?
1: No, I I probably listen to as. As much audio content while I'm driving and running and working around the house as I do reading, but I also like to read. I I just like to consume uh, uh, read literature words. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah words. My problem is and,
0: if I listen to books, then I feel like I'm cheating on my podcast, and then I get way behind on podcasts. Yeah. I can't, <laughs> so I have to read you know, books. You you confirm what what Ant says, and it's really
4: just a reader. You're well. Not-
1: I think that's selling it a little short. I have watched uh, Netflix streaming movies uh, on the fire, and it performs just fine. Is there HDMI I
0: out on that, though, to watch it on a TV, or are you just watching it on no, the fire itself? Just, just on the fire. There's no output for video or nothing like that, then?
1: No, I okay. don't think so. Uh, and, you know, it's a decent little music player, decent little... Uh, web browsing experience.
0: I heard the Silk browser's nice. Now, what I would say is maybe for their next iteration, they tailor some more accessory, their hardware built-on stuff, that makes it so you can plug it into your TVs. And eventually... Through Amazon's uh, yeah. offerings, it becomes your cheap $200 Roku box, basically. And you don't care about it because it's 200 bucks. So you got one in each room. And it's, it's playing HDMI, Netflix on video. It's playing your music. It's showing you pictures. You're playing Angry Birds Space. That I could see a use case for it. As far as computing, producing, even consuming. I don't know. I'm spoiled on the 10-inch uh, Prime. I've never had a tablet other than the Prime. So that was my first... Uh, experience with it so i i I don't know i would like to play with one though just to write about it and see you know what 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 it's really capable of
1: amazon needs to hire matt lee to help them with the design of their next generation fire Mm. and Uh, then asus
0: needs to reimburse me for my time on beta testing their prime
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you something sort of cool i have this uh scotty vest jacket with oh, big that's pockets, nice. with, big with, pockets. Big, with big pockets and I can slip the fire into one of those pockets, zip it up, take it on the train with me, jump on my bicycle, bike across town, it's all right there, and you know it's a man- at seven inches it's a manageable size.
3: So let me ask you a question then of the group. If you're, If you're Google are you worried about the fact that uh, that Amazon's version of uh, Android has cornered the market on tablets that aren't named iPad?
0: Not in the least, because you know what those tablets are and what they're doing, and they know that anybody that wants a real tablet is going to get something else. Whether it be an iPad or otherwise, who knows? But I feel like that's... That's the does it case. does it make
4: any difference to Google whether you buy an iPad or a Samsung tablet?
0: I think they would rather you be using Android purely for the Play. Well, no, because Android or the excuse me, Amazon Fire doesn't have the Play Store. They have the Android or the Amazon Market. So I don't. <coughs> but I don't but I don't there's know. still some type of
1: licensing, isn't it? Somewhere
0: I, in that's there, right? That's interesting.
1: I think I think it. I think uh, Google does worry about that, but for a different reason. I think Google's worry is that Apple's dominance is only increased each time an iPad is bought rather than an Android-based tablet, and Google's, the, Google's threat here is that iOS remains dominant in the, uh, in the uh, minds of con- American consumers or consumers around the world, you iOS know, still has the lion's share of, of uh, geek cred. Does What's- that matter
4: as much as where they buy stuff from? That's uh,
2: what I was going to ask. Because, yeah. you know, with Google opening up the Play Store and rebranding it, it seems like they're moving in a whole different direction. You know, just, all right, we want an ecosystem I and mean, we want everything in there. We well, want didn't they... books, we want movies. You know, they already had books, but it wasn't heavily kind of. marketed like it was at one, like it is now. You know, didn't they, they turn, now.
0: they in essence turned Android Market into the Amazon App Store? To, it, personally, that's what it reminds me of. You have your music now, you have your movies, you can rent them, you can buy them. You have, I mean, it's it's all there now. Yeah, it is. And you know, uh, yeah.
1: On the fire, there are no Google ads served up. Mm-hmm. Everything is about buying from uh, Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Every everything. <laughs> You can't you can't find your way into the Google Music Store. So let me Google ask you guys. Store.
0: Let me ask you this. Uh, maybe Carrie, you can start out. Is it worth it to them to have that out there simply to inflate numbers?
3: Well, I think that I think to some degree that's that's going to be true. But I think that there's another possible explanation for them not being too worried about Amazon, which is that. You know, I think, um, as we just talked about, Google's trying to put together an ecosystem, and whether or not people are buying from the Play Store or Amazon Store, there's still certain Google products that people on the fire uh, might be getting into, whether it's Gmail, whether it's Google searches. I mean, let's remember, Google's core business is still search. Google's right. core profit-making ads unit. Is ads on search? Yep. So Demory. every Kindle Fire out there is still sending people onto the internet through Google, and they're still collecting data. So they're they're not making as much money as they might uh, on the um, on the Triple E Pad or uh, an Acer Iconia because they're not getting uh, going through the Play Store. But I think that they're still seeing benefit from the from the kindle fire well and respect. what
0: about this point of view too If the if people start out and their first tablet is an ipad they're going to have that initial experience if they start out on a prime or a fire either way they're getting some sort of an android experience which means that's going to be a seed planted in their mind and the next tablet they buy I think they're going to be more apt to stay with where they were rather than switch I don't comfort know. Zone. unless they have a bad experience with it, which maybe right. Google would worry about with the fire. If somebody is thinking they're getting an iPad for a cheap price or, you know, something like that, they're expecting it to go above and beyond what it's really designed and made for. I think that could be a problem. You see that in the app store all the time. People leaving nasty comments about apps, thinking it's supposed to do something that's absolutely not even made for, but they don't care. They'll leave that comment anyway. So who knows? Let's uh let's move on then. Uh you wanna talk about some earnings calls? Are you guys interested in, in money? I heard uh Becky Worley on twit mention that it is kinda interesting because this is this is pure. This is not media spin. These are this is pure data, this is raw numbers. this is factual. this isn't run through any kind of filter or anything and i never I never thought about it like that before, so it, it did kind of become more interesting to me that these are this is how the company's doing it's not what they think they want you to perceive them as doing so i i don't know uh, anybody yeah. Ant? I believe Apple
2: pulled in eleven point six billion. Apple made profit. more
0: profit than Google grossed.
2: Yeah, yeah than than Google's really? revenues. Yeah. I mean, Eleven point six billion in profits. I think Google was barely over a billion in profits. You know, that's that's sick. That's just three months. You know, we hadn't even <laughs> gone through the rest of the year. We hadn't even gotten to the holidays. They could retire know? and
0: in the other side there's people that are like, Man, how am I gonna feed my kids tomorrow? Sure. Yeah,
2: it, it is. It's amazing. But I don't. I don't want to get
0: this into a utopian discussion about about that, but it it does. You know, seem but kind the, of but look at the fact that it was balanced. also with
2: the iPod going down in sales because of the increased iPad sales and the increased iPhones. People iPods not needed as much.
0: Well, what was the use you know? for it before? You know, It was for people like me in places that you didn't have iPhones because there were no carriers, but you still wanted yeah. a cool music player. Now yep. we're, we're going with our phones regardless of what it is, and if you're on Android, that's what you're going to use, and if you can get an iPhone or want one of those, that's what you're going to use. There's no yep. really room anymore for that single-use device, I don't think. You know, and even and if it is an iPod, whole, that, which is a multi-use device, it's still, in essence, a single-use device.
2: And that was the whole thing with Steve Jobs during his era was, you know what? I can make all of these products, and if I start decreasing sales in one of them because the other one is increasing, hey, I'll take it. That's right, know?
0: as long as the company as a whole is, is putting yeah. the products out there that are selling.
2: You know, the, the new iPad was, has been a hit for people, because I guess because people have waited out and waited on that Retina display. Um, but, man, it's just sick. $11.6 billion. <laughs> Why? Wait until Christmas.
0: <laughs> Go buy a country, buy T-Mobile, and do something great with the rest of your time Jeez. on this planet. Uh, I don't know. What are you, you going to do with that? Like, just keep making more, right? Where does that end? When, does it, when, do, when do people benefit from it? When does that become good and shiny like Apple portrays to be?
2: Oh, they're good and shiny?
1: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still waiting for that day. Yeah.
4: <laughs> no, but you're right. It would be really cool if they do something to break the, the cell phone company monopoly.
1: Well, do something.
4: Or, or, if, or if they something. do something really cool in TV. Something earth-shattering instead of just that.
2: Uh... I, I watched, um, I believe it was X3 with Mr. John C. Dvorak, and they were talking about what if Apple did the television. And it's funny how they looked at it with Steve Jobs and his, you know, how he wanted things to be elegant and how it looked. And they were like, you know what, if they make a television, they would probably be pissed off because there's so much crappy furniture
4: out there being
2: made. They don't don't want to sit it on crappy furniture.
0: Well, that's what Ikea's doing. They're selling the furniture (laughs) and the TV set together. Talked about that a couple episodes ago. It was uh, some assembly required or something. I, I
2: wish Apple would do a television set. I love the cinema displays that they offer. I mean, those things are beautiful.
0: A retinal television display? Oh my gosh! Could
2: you imagine you know, you've seen those cinema displays, right? Oh yeah, they're gorgeous. Man. Oh my goodness!
0: Just you know, that's just what twenty-six inch, twenty-seven inches.
2: Put that on a fifty-inch screen.
0: I look at them oh. on my way across the tracks to the west side of town, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> where the
0: where the android store is, with bricks you, and boarded
4: up windows. I wouldn't. I wouldn't care as much about. I mean, it'd be nice to have a really nice screen. But what I would like to see would be a really nice way to control it, really nice way to discover content. You know, where's the TV guide that runs on my iPhone? A really nice way to the download box. free content. And a nice way to get snarf free content. <laughs> oh, no. Now we're back to that. No, but seriously, man, I you know, how do you know if something is on the net and where it is? There's no way to, there's just kind of no TV guide for the net, if you will. I think you, And it, yeah. And it, somebody and it could be integrated that. into an iPad so that you kind of do the selection and you're seeing on the iPad what you're, you know, a WYSIWYG, you see on the iPad what you're seeing on the
0: screen. Well, how hard you're is it? suggesting it? To make a, a smart app that monitors, say, two weeks worth of your usage on the computer. So it knows where you're going to get your content, how you're consuming the content, all that. And as as time goes on, it builds a profile of that, and then it... it Does it for you? It says I noticed out of the last two weeks you watch these three shows at this time and I mean it doesn't seem hard. We have smart curation apps for RSS fees. Like it it doesn't seem a far stretch to be able to do that. The the thing I would like to have would be I say, Hey, um
4: I want to watch SpongeBob. Who's carrying SpongeBob the you know the cheapest or the you know got the episode on the Pirate Bay (laughs) Yeah, I
2: know. Now, now, okay,
4: so Larry, I know you're yeah. a Google TV user, Can not you too much, him? but somewhat. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you, so you I like how really Aunt holds the
2: TV. Huh?
3: I like how
0: Aunt puts on his white person voice. He's, now, Larry, you're a TV user. <laughs> that was awesome, Ant. You do it without even knowing it. <laughs>
1: no, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I
2: know you're a Google TV user, and you, you. But you said not so Actually, I'm, much. I'm
4: more a Roku user than Google TV. But, uh, like, for example, you know, there's stuff that's both on Netflix and Amazon. Yeah. And there's stuff on places that I don't know about, you know. Is, is, you know, and, I, and right now I'm not so concerned. But go two years from now, three years from now. What is going to be available where? Where's the best place to watch it? But see, you're asking. There's no place that scrapes the screens and pulls all that together. You're asking that because Google TV has the the TV
2: app that allows you to query and it will go out and search that and pull up sites like Crackle and pull up some, um, pull up Hulu and whatnot, even though you can't watch Hulu but don't they get
0: sued for copyright infringement and pulled down by ice if they do that the second you No, they're not they're not showing this stuff. They're just finding it. I didn't know that. Man. Right, That's but cool. to display it they have to use image I, I don't know. It seems like no, 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 it would They be... don't have to display it. They say, "Hey, what sure. you're looking for is on Crackle." Then you go over to Crackle and watch it. Right, right. You. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It pulls oh, hey, it right up, and I'll go I, watch good old Good Times and J.J. Evans whenever I feel uh, like it. You know?
4: does, that, does that app only run – can I get that app on an Android phone? I'm sure you I can. I don't
2: know, but I thought this was a Google TV exclusive or Got a featured you. app. Gotcha. It's fairly newly uh, updated. I think they just updated it last month or so um, and sort of changed how the UI looks on it. It's It's, it's really neat Pretty because cool. it scrapes your – it scrapes your live um, television feed if you have dish or cable, uh-huh. but it also goes out to the internet. And if you have the Amazon subscription, it shows it there. If you have Netflix, it shows it there. If, if when you, you know Google, what, how hard is it's it cool. for a,
0: a company like TiVo or, or whoever else that has the DVRs to use that technology? They're connected to the internet. Tap into what's on your hard drive there and see what, shows people are saving what times they got them from and compile your list from that and then
3: put it online. Yeah,
2: metrics. Yeah, yeah, that would be Like cool.
3: that seems so trivial. I I don't know. Well, I think part of the problem there is that you you've got to be able to account for multiple profiles in a family. You know, I don't want I don't I don't want to walk into the uh walk into the room, turn on the TV, and have it say, oh, well, you know, it's Friday night. Are you going to watch Beaches again?
0: Yeah, but you can have it get an overall idea and then go granular from there and say, okay, have profiles now. So out of everybody's overall content choices, break it down into individual households. From there you have the profiles that's either, you know, your daughter, your sister, your mom, your dad, whatever. It it, it just, it's doable. I I just, I, that's interesting. It almost seems like they won't because they want you to watch it when they're showing it to you on the television. Which goes to an interesting point here to move on a little bit. Larry posts on Google+, Plus a little uh, net neutrality issue through Comcast and Sony. And I think the more we move to this, we're going to start seeing more problems like this. How can you watch your Netflix with the 10 megabit data cap? Yeah.
4: <coughs> Ten megabit. Megabyte. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Megabyte even <laughs> that, that doesn't go very well No, long. I know. When you're watching when you're watching this. Well oh, wasn't
0: that that was that was a <laughs> throwback to the Google case where they back in '06 they said for 10 bucks a month you'll get a 10 megabyte cat or limit or whatever. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah, I hear you. So
4: is that Larry, is that even legal? You know, isn't there some kind of? I mean, it violates the notion of net neutrality. You but would doesn't think. Doesn't it break some damn law? Isn't there some law against doing things like that? Isn't it a trade or something? You would think.
1: So damn uh, well should be know. if there isn't. Depends yeah.
2: on what the contract says that you that you sign up for. There too. you go. There you go. That's what the guy um, at AT and T dealt with. You know, the contract said unlimited. Yep. And that's how he got paid 800 and some odd dollars. Small claims court. Limited. The key is if, you're gonna,
0: if you want to sue these companies, you take them to small claims court, and you will win, hopefully, <laughs> every time. So this yeah. is uh, from Ars Technica. It says an executive from Sony said Monday that concerns about Comcast's discriminatory data cap are giving the firm second thoughts about launching an internet video service that would compete with cable and satellite TV services yeah and Netflix, everybody that? else is having the same thought. who wants that Well, and Netflix is having a hard time getting deals cheap enough that they can keep their seven ninety nine business model going every time they raise rates. everybody gets mad, and I'm a new Netflix customer. This is like my second month only because I have a prime that it plays beautifully on, and i I wouldn't pay much more than ten bucks a month for that. i honestly, like there are other options out there. it just And then if you have these caps in place, like you don't worry about it on the prime because it's Wi-Fi only because the Tegra doesn't work with LTE yet. But people that are watching this stuff on their phones or on their iPads that have, you know, 3G connections, this is such a stupid non-fix to a problem that, even if this worked, this isn't how you fix congestion. Like, that's... Capping everybody, so here, who who can get to their limit first? And now
3: nobody's using the internet because we're all well, you know, over the our thing cap. About the Comcast is that uh, their own video service is exempted from the two hundred. Of course it is. Watch yeah, our. Yeah, that was the so, that
4: was what that was the point Sony was making, and watch, that's what that post was about. Yeah. So what do but you, you know, think, Larry? What what okay, can Larry, be done? So, somebody like somebody put a comment on that post that, saying, "Well, hey." It's irrelevant because I watch a lot of video and I never get up to 250 gigabytes. But th- my answer to that it's is... It's not
0: irrelevant. It's...
4: Yeah, I mean, look, first of all, I mean, what's their family, what's their viewing habits kind of a thing? But it's going to change. Uh, maybe 250 gigabytes isn't all that much, you know, is enough today. But just like you were saying, 10 megabytes used to be enough. Uh, it's going to go up and up and up and it's it's obviously constraining sony and it just seems to me that it, there should be some law against that uh, that it's breaking some kind of they're using their natural monopoly because they're a, you know there's a, the only provider that or there's maybe two providers for me in LA and they're sort of doing they're doing restrained trade against sony but that happens everywhere than everybody else
0: that happens aren't, everywhere, everywhere.
4: Isn't it against the law that if you've got some kind of a monopoly to actually use it to beat up competitors? Who
0: makes the law and makes who law lobbies itself. those people? We we saw that with SOPA yeah. and PIPA and CISPA and, and whatever comes after that. It doesn't matter unless you have people there padding pockets. And right yeah, now, we'll keep... the biggest pocket padders are the RAA and the MPAA in that sector.
3: Well, also keep in mind that you know a lot of these companies, whether it's DSL or whether you go through a cable modem, In order to get those lines put in originally, you know, back in the day when everybody first started. They got huge breaks. They got they got exemptions. Yep. From the oh, Monopoly exactly. so that they get, so they would spend the money to lay all those cable. And they're still operating under those 1970s rules. I used to work... say if they lay the lines, they get to decide what goes over those lines. It used to be just cable, but now we're talking about internet too. Yep. And it's just an outdated rule. I used to work for an
0: ISP here. And back in the day when it was just Digisys, they were the only one here. It was through a, another company. They got paid by the city to lay everything then they got tax breaks then they got other exemptions on top of that and now to this very day anybody you get dsl from they automatically per person pay the big Ma Bell here 25 bucks a month for every person that signs up so no matter who you get your dsl from here it's all going through that one company in the end which is why once the cable companies came in you saw the cable companies automatically <clears throat> had speeds, let's say, five times as fast as DSL. That I, I watched this happen as as the two companies fought against each other. The billboards with their top speeds get speeds of up to they incrementally went up, and it was a really weird, interesting thing to watch because they could offer us super fast internet. They're the ones saying, this tier is going to be up to this speed, this tier is up to this speed, and and so Uh on. And so to see them pull from 2 megabits... All the way up to I think the fastest you can get here in the valley now is 40 through the cable company over this like 10 month period of, of, of slowly doling it out to the people that were just like rationing and like feed us internet bits. It was it was so shady, but nobody could do nothing about it. They own the rights to that copper. But like, uh... you know,
1: this, this, is, this is such a new technology and such a new area of law. We've got to hope that sane minds prevail over the next few years and we get some le- legislation that protects Internet neutrality. In the meantime, we've got to be out there evangelizing for this, for this subject because you've got to believe Comcast and AT&T and the others are spending boatloads of money arguing their case among, uh, in front of uh, congressmen in Washington.
3: We need if to... If you're pinning your hopes on sane minds in Congress, then I'm, yeah. I'm not sure how happy you're going to be in the long We're run. We're done with that. Yeah. Hey, hey, Mike, can the FCC do anything on
4: a regulatory basis without congressional... Uh...
1: That's, that's a great question, Larry. I don't know. You know, a few years ago they tried, they got slapped around a bit, and they pulled in their horns. So I guess it's going to be a question of, of waiting for an administration that has the balls to face that uh, opposition and do the right thing about Internet neutrality. Maybe, and maybe, m- maybe the courts have to decide it.
0: And what happens if they decide poorly? <laughs> then we're all even more screwed.
1: Then we're screwed. Even more.
0: It just seems, and and we're getting away. I mean, a lot of people aren't even dependent on copper anymore. But like Carrie said, those those provisions are still in place, and they're operating, you know, within them, which makes it hard. It's it's almost monopoly like because it makes it near impossible for another company to come into a place like Kalispell, Montana, and start a successful ISP. There's three here now. <laughs> You know, and it's, they're all the same prices, they're all the same speeds, and they all go through that one damn century tell.
4: Well, you know, Congress tried, what was it, 96, they did the Communications Act. And they they tried to set up a system where the AT&T or whoever you guys have there had to give space in their central office to, to third parties and give them a reasonable wholesale rate. They tried to make competition. And you guys remember what were the companies there were like uh oh shit there were a couple big companies trying to to ride in on that and they all just got beaten back. You remember what I'm talking about? What were those companies uh, I can't remember. There were two there were two big kind of publicly funded companies that that were going to kind of become big ISPs over that uh, using that uh cohabit uh, co-location deal. Um I can't remember, I, I, but they they got bombed anyhow.
0: Yeah, they were I, I,
4: they stopped them in the courts. You know what? They, I used they, oh, to have, have to room. work
0: on those servers, and they were always in the worst places in these big giant office buildings. They were in the tiniest little warmest grossest closets, and you had oh, right. it was the worst. I hated that job. It yeah. was fun, but man, I hated it. All Do you right. guys
4: remember back in the day, there were hundreds of internet service providers. Remember Boardwatch Magazine and their directory? It was like domain of name by, uh, yeah. places, you yeah. know. That Remember was, that?
1: That was big for a while. Dime a dozen. That was big, but these
4: guys were able to squish them all. Yeah. In spite of the fact that the U.S. Uh, Congress passed that Telecoms Act to try to, in you know, cause competition, they just they overrode it. They just it was ineffective.
1: It's mm. a
0: sad commentary.
1: It is. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, do you guys want to mention anything else? We're about at the end of our, our hour here. Were there any other stories we really wanted to to talk about? The Windows 8 release preview coming in early June. Uh, are any you guys into that?
1: I am. I'm, I'm tracking that one. I'm running the consumer preview now and looking for this uh, release candidate release preview. I'll be running it. Once it's released early in June
0: is that what your skype uh you're hanging out with us on right now
1: no i'm i'm actually i'm hanging out on a production windows sevens machine ah. uh, and i've got Windows eight on a laptop and I use that laptop quite a bit it's it's uh it's just about bulletproof yeah
0: very cool i have a an h p tablet uh pavilion tablet that you turn the screen around and the keyboards there and and the more i hear about the the windows 8 and and how it can be used for tablet it it almost seems like this would be a good machine to put it on if it if it runs well this thing came with vista and was was terrible i put seven on it and it's it's a little better now it has a a little remote control and a and a stylus and it's bulky as all hell
1: I know that machine, and it, it weighs like about nine pounds. Yep, and it's missing the um, M and the N key, which I have oh,
0: well. right here. Oh, they're, they're needs, they're, those are just consonants, man. Oh,
3: I know. I, I,
0: I never was, use those.
4: Hey, I, I was at a conference today at an educational technology conference, and there were a couple of vendors kind of around minor at the edge, and HP was there, and and the guy was showing off his you know little uh, – MacBook Air clone. I don't know his iPad.
3: No,
0: <laughs> uh, not
4: not a pad, but you know the thing like a MacBook Air. Yeah, yeah, UltraBook. UltraBook, Ultra. Ultra, but I don't even remember what he called it. But he was telling me that they're going to have just the kind of thing you were talking about. The the guy that swivels around and becomes a tablet. Yeah, they it's have those be really, like three years it's ago. It's going to be. Re- Nobody says it's going to be really cool when uh, it'll be sort of the MacBook Air form format for the for, you know the MacBook Air format plus uh, Form Factor, plus Windows 8. He, you said, know, Windows I... 8 com- he said they're going to have really cool stuff when Windows 8 comes out.
0: We'll look forward nice. to that. I like this because it yeah. is an AMD Turion X264, which it's a, it's nice. It's just everything else on it's not not so nice. And I remember when I got it, I thought it'd be so perfect if the computer was just the screen, if it didn't have all this other crap in it. And now, like, the Prime is basically that. It's kind of neat, like, how, how that all happen yeah. <laughs> uh, let's hey, see i think
4: that's... hey let me let me throw in one thing before we stop because yeah. i forgot to say it before Go for when it. you guys were when we we're talking about uh amazon and the bookstores and all that did you guys see that uh barnes and noble has spun off the nook and microsoft has bought 18 percent of the new company so I that may that. yeah that may become a they say they're going to focus on textbooks which is a huge high margin market but it's It's also an industry that's getting really disrupted fast. Well,
0: and what did they have for that before? They didn't really have a solution, really. I mean... Well, they had the Nook, and now the Nook is... No, I mean Microsoft. What did Microsoft have as far as a solution for reading anything like that?
3: The Kin? (laughs)
1: This, This is Microsoft waking up one morning, looking around and realizing they have nothing that competes with the... Uh, iBooks or with the Kindle bookstore.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As far as readers, like they don't have, I mean, what was on the Zoom? Was there any kind of reader software on the Zoom at
1: all? No. No.
0: That's interesting.
4: And if they focus on text. Once Windows 8 comes out, they'll have.
0: Yeah,
4: this. They'll presumably have something. I don't know how that'll work then against
0: the Kindle. Better that than Adobe Acrobat. uh, uh, Nook. Yeah.
1: I, th- I think the notion is that the Nook reader will work on, will come pre- probably pre installed with Windows 8 and work with the Nook format, mm-hmm. much as the Kindle reader works with the Kindle format.
4: Gotcha.
2: That'll be cool. Those things have, it's not like those machines are super powerful on a hardware standpoint. So is it optimized to run Windows 8?
4: Well it doesn't guess, exist with Windows 8 yet. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, no, I'm just saying theoretically, you know, like right now, are they are they far that far off?
4: Well if they're not now, just give it a I mean in a couple of years, all hardware is gonna be fast enough to do everything that we're talking about doing today. Yeah. You know.
0: Alright, well I want to do a little foreshadowing. We don't usually do this, a little cliffhanger for next episode Yats uh, eight that you guys can, can catch live on Wednesday yet another texture.com slash live. I'm really interested in steganography and I saw somebody had posted this uh Ars Technica article about how possibly Al Qaeda using steganography to uh get secret messages across. And if you don't know, uh, steganography is basically you're you're hiding or encrypting Messages or or data inside of other data, like uh, the best example I can think of is like a picture inside that picture. Pictures, there's a yeah. hidden message. Uh, so next episode, I I want to talk about this more I, and and uh, just what it's become. There's apps for Android for it. It's just really interesting to me how you can do that. So uh, look for that next episode. Yet another dot com, and then we will also be discussing the twelve best free entertainment services and apps of 2012 since we didn't have a chance to get to it this episode mike i promise we will talk about it on yats eight good good all right and can't wait carrie larry mike it's been a pleasure i'm matt lee you guys are awesome the show is awesome i love doing it every week with y'all check us out on itunes please write us a review Follow our Twitter, Facebook page, Google+, and uh, look for Ant's awesome and riveting show notes. I'll you know it. it. <laughs> Yetanothertechshow.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace.
1: Thanks. thanks. See Bye, you guys. guys. Bye.
0: Check us out online at yetanothertechshow.com.